Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. Bob, I'm enjoying VR chat. Don't tell that girl. I'm a high school anime girl. What? No. Chris Wolfhart. I know about timed hits. I'm going to knock your lights out. And Dr. Agro. Maybe the real final was the fantasies we 16 along the way. Here on Gigaboots. Okay, before we get into video games, because we have some games to talk about, some experiences to talk about. I have a, I have a, I have a weird roundtable discussion we need to have with you, the viewer, and the two co-hosts that have no idea about any of this. It is. Well, I think I'm one of them. So <laughs> we we are living through a very hot summer. Uh huh. It is uncomfortably hot, easily describable as such. The other night I made some delicious pasta. Farfalle. You know, with a little bit of Alfredo, some peas, some broccoli, some tuna. Really good stuff. Got some nice spices in it. I took it from the fridge and accidentally left it in my car for three hours in the summer heat. Mm. Agro, should I eat that pasta? Oh, uh, in, this, in this purely I theoretical would. thought experiment, are you fake aggro? <laughs> because if because not, you will die. <laughs> yeah, fake aggro would eat it. One, and most people wouldn't. And two, would survive it, and most people wouldn't. Chris, you're saying I shouldn't eat the bus in the car. Honestly, like, I think it would get hot enough that contaminants wouldn't be an issue yeah it, it may have been kept at a safe holding temperature but there's no way to confirm that <laughs> right. but also, I like i don't think three hours on cooked food is gonna ruin it so i uh, look if it was me and i wanted to eat it i would probably just eat it yeah if it was something I'm gonna like be real if it, it was something like room temperature there would be no discussion point here but it's the fact that it's been so hot and it just Went from the fridge directly into a black car mm -hmm. in the middle of summer. Yeah, I for see, hours. I, I feel like if it was only three hours, I would I would still eat it. It takes me being like six hours or more to be like I don't know anymore. But that's me. I'm not sure. It's the it going from the fridge to the hot car. Like I think that's probably too long in the danger zone. Mm. That's true. Mm. Yeah, it was because it wasn't like you made it. It was room temperature and then heated up. It was made stored for a night or in a, a couple cool, yeah in and a then, cool fridge yeah. and then mm -hmm. mm, that does make it but, more iffy plus as it gets cold you know that humidity you get on the top of the tupperware right that's there and now it's been heated up and reintroduced and who knows i'm definitely not eating it before tomorrow's stream of super mario rpg though that would be that is too High profile, too important. Yeah, no, you don't want to risk that. I no. will not risk. You're going to want to keep that pasta around for a game you you maybe want to have a reasonable excuse to excuse yourself from. <laughs> like, you're a couple hours in, like, oh, this is not, uh, excuse me, chat. I'm going to enjoy a delicious <laughs> snack. I will return momentarily. Excuse me. I hunger and I just waddle off to the fridge and eat something and die. Oh, no, my tummy hurts. How did this happen to me? I was so excited for Immortals of Avium. <laughs> now Bob will have to stream it alone. I mean, I feel like no. <laughs> I feel like you could just lie about a stomach ache rather than actually risk 
like no. inducing trauma. No. <laughs> we we often talk about uh, weird Christian upbringing guilt, uh, how how instilled that is, and uh, even though my parents were not especially Christian people in multiple senses of the word, uh, that lives within me. So if I'm going to call in sick to a stream, I will guarantee. <laughs> That I am sick to a stream. <laughs> then I'm not lying. <laughs> and that's the important thing. You can be a fucking flake and a deadbeat, but don't lie. <sighs> should I talk about? Should I talk about? Nah, let's talk about. Bob and I played Onimusha last Friday. Oh, yeah. The PS2 launch title. Mm -hmm. That was yet another Resident Evil. <laughs> you just oh. can't tell. It was supposed to be an ancient times Japan Resident Evil. Okay, one, awesome. Yeah. Uh, two, how many classic franchises have been canceled Resident Evil games? Dino Crisis, Onimusha, and Devil May Cry. Jesus. There are probably more I feel like we're missing there. one, yeah. There's, there's probably more out there. Who knows? But Onimusha is the game. For people who don't know, Genma Onimusha is the Xbox original port of it that has new features. Bob, do you want to talk about Onimusha or Genma Onimusha or what? Let's what do talk you... about Genma Onimusha first because we played that first. We were like, well, this is supposed to be the one that has all the extra stuff. It has extra costumes, extra content, extra, extra areas, extra cutscenes. Uh -huh. So why wouldn't we play this? So we found out why you wouldn't play this. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we don't often just quit a game on stream, but since it was another version of the game we would boot up to be, we made an exception. This is a version of Onimusha where every time you hit an enemy, there's a chance it will drop a green orb. And that green orb can be absorbed by another enemy, making them super strong. Can is really underselling it. It is every enemy in this room with you is a vacuum. So the moment that orb spawns, they go and they become super powered. Yeah, it's like the uh, the red zombies from Resident Evil. Is there a way to play that prevents this? Allegedly. <laughs> Seemingly? Oh, right. Supposedly, you could be then switching the targets and hitting that guy before he can absorb it, and then you absorb it yourself. But since it's a whole room and sometimes a long-ass hallway, this it can be a PS2 game. Yeah, yeah, and this is a PS2 game with tank controls. And mm -hmm. fixed camera angles because it was Resident Evil. Okay, so it's, so it's a neat idea with bad implementation, not these fuckers are crazy. <laughs> it can be both. It could, <laughs> but it's usually yeah, it one or the like other. Both. It, it's one of those things where it feels like they tried to make it arcade hard. Mm. <laughs> you, are you saying Genma Onimusha is an NES hard game for the real gamers? Obviously. Well, there you go. If you're a real gamer, go play Genma Onimusha. <laughs> Onimusha is pretty neat. Uh, <laughs> the weird thing, the counterbalance is that system. If you get the green orbs, if you get five green orbs, you just become invincible. Like you just get the pop your devil trigger like thing where you're just literally invincible. They can't even stun you. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's really crazy because you can save that up. Like mm -hmm. you could just be like, I'll just have this for when the boss shows up and I kill him. <laughs> it's like a reverse <laughs> blizzard balance. Yeah, you know how blizzards <laughs> just like everyone sucks now? This is a reverse of that. Uh, they're giga chads. But you can be too. It's kind of unhinged. Like yeah. it's a really bizarre balance for a game. I don't, I can't it, think of anything else like it. And it feels like 
this would be a cool mode to play after you've beaten the game. Right. Like, if we had played true PS2 version first, and then got to this, I could probably deal with it. But it is not a thing you should play as your first go shooting right. game. Mm. They also added additional enemies to earlier areas that don't make any sense to be in those areas. They just spawn some ninjas here. That'll be cute. Um, so an encounter that had four enemies now has like five or six. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've been playing the game for four minutes. Yeah, it's it's really not balanced like a first place shoe. It's so weird. It's like this would have been a cool extra mode. Why mm. is it not an extra mode? <laughs> yeah, that's that's truly the weirdest part. Um, by the way, people were saying Hunting Grounds is an example of another Capcom game that was a Resident Evil. There and... you go. <laughs> so there you go. Um, Onimusha itself, though, is clearly a PS2 launch title. Yes. I, I believe someone in chat during that was like, yeah, it was localized for the States in two months. And I'm like, you can tell. I would believe two weeks. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's it what is it, rough. <laughs> it is weird because Resident Evil games don't have bad translations. The localization, the writing and et cetera are pretty good in those. This is literally they broke some of the puzzles because in Japan, it would be identify these type of characters that can mean these things to form a sentence. But since you don't know that as an American, they put the English text next to it. So when the puzzle goes, where do the ogres go? You, you have to write the sentence, the ogres go to blank. And then that's the solution. But you have to collect the encyclopedia to form the sentence to know what these symbols at the bottom mean. It's very awful. Mm. It is truly awful and quite bizarre. Yeah, and every one of the Resident Evil style notes just seems machine translated. It's that bad. It, it is, yeah. The lot of stuff like, that probably shouldn't sound so literal. <laughs> yeah, and that and improper like prepositions and things that make it sound very strange. Yeah. Yeah, like the pain. Like, instead of saying an object or a object or just refer to a thing as an esoteric, it would put a the or in. That wouldn't make sense there. Mm-hmm. Very bad translation. Um, I've never played Onimusha 2. I assume they just keep this tradition up forever, right, Bob? <laughs> I don't think so. I remember that being not not like this. I remember that being the game where I was like, oh, this series is good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you, if you like Samurai and... Salvadosuke Akechi. I don't tank controls. Tank controls. Then check out PS2's Onimusha. That's it. Play it on PS4 now. And it's HD. It didn't didn't sell well enough for them to do two or three, or or maybe those were just a pain in the ass to do because of likenesses rights. Because because like every single character in two is some actor, Mm. many of whom are dead because they're fucking old actors. Right. And then three has fucking Jean Renault in it. So I see Jean Renault show up in freaking uh, red box movies, though. So I feel like he can't be that expensive. <laughs> but who no, knows? Probably not. I also played a lot of Ring Fit. Mm. Ring Fit's really good. I just unlocked the skill tree. Yeah, every time you think about how Ring Fit is just a really big RPG, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of weird that it's a turn-based JRPG, in a sense. Um, and it also sold 14 and a half million, so I made the joke of Nintendo's just looking over at Xenoblade going, <laughs> What are you doing? The game with the Yay. best, the game with the best 
has to keep saying your sweat is beautiful selling 14 and a half million. What are you guys doing? What are you doing wrong? And they're like, British accents? I don't know. When's the, when's the Xenoblade fitness game? We're, we're not a casual game, so. But they could be with the, you know, you get the, you get the yippee. That would be great, Bob. You get the fitness Xenoblade game. I'm trying to remember Buff Dude's name. What's Buff Dude's name? Right, because Senna and... Yeah, so. Senna and blank. Yeah, yeah, of course. You wouldn't want to leave him behind. He's right. your bro. Right, of course. Lens. Yes. Lens. <laughs> this, is, this is the one who likes meaty things, right? <laughs> yes. yes. He wants something a bit meatier. A bit yeah. meatier. <laughs> it's a perfect crossover. It's just <laughs> sitting on the table. Yeah, it is. Uh, every day I play Ring Fit, I think to myself, I'm going to change it to the lady voice. And then I don't. Because... It's creepy enough as the guy voice, and if I don't switch it to the lady voice, I can pretend she's not creepy. <laughs> I don't want to switch it to the lady voice, and then she's like, "Your sweat is so beautiful." <laughs> like, eh. Also, Ring keeps lying to me. He keeps going, "Your muscles are so happy," as I'm like in horrible pain. I'm like, Ring, no, <laughs> this isn't appropriate. <laughs> no, they'll be happy later when they get big. That's that's false. Look, that burning mean that burning is just love. That's no. what love feels like. <laughs> it burns! Yeah, that's how you know it's love. Uh, Ring Fit's a really great game. I really enjoy playing through that. Uh, however, it's... I'm pushing myself really hard with the 1,000-plus calorie workouts, and yesterday I fucked up by going all-in on Ring Fit for 1,100, so then I didn't play any Pistol Whip, but I was sad. The end. <laughs> Uh, I ordered some new lenses for play, PlayStation VR 2 and the MetaQuest 2. All 2s, I'm noticing. Uh, so those should be in soon. And I'm very excited for how Pistol Whip is without the glasses. Because you, you have the lenses. Mm -hmm. So when you told that story, I don't think it was on Big Thing. Yeah, I think we were just hanging out on a podcast day. You told the story of like wearing that headset to play Final Fantasy 16. I was like, man, that was... Oh, right. He doesn't have to wear glasses in there. Uh-huh. Huh. Huh. Very interesting, that. That's so good. <laughs> um, aside from that, Pistol was still amazing. Duh. Nothing new. Other than a bunch of people are now buying, and they're like, damn, Dan's right. This whips. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> half of the name. You should have known. It's on the fucking box. Uh, Pistol Whip's really great. If you haven't given it a shot, give it a shot. Uh, aside from that, I don't really have any uh, anime girl-related things to talk about. So, Bob, what have, what have you been playing? <laughs> um, I played more Octopath Traveler 2. Oh. Figured I had time to do that now. Cool. I, the one thing that frustrates me about the game is the general structure. Because it's all divided up into small chapters. And it feels like... I don't have a high amount of motivation to keep going after doing one. It feels like a short story. I can just kind of stop, mm -hmm. which is okay. But at like 50 hours in, I'm like, that's, that's a lot. And every chapter having the same structure of do a tiny bit of talking to someone in town, then do a miniature dungeon and fight a boss. It gets a little repetitive. Wait, that game has dungeons. They're like one screen. Oh, so it's calling them a dungeon is a little, well, yeah, like the story stuff. Yeah. It's. I still enjoy the game, but I do wish there was more. Mm. And the combat very much is like bravely default, but different. 
Mm, yeah, it, it's a lot more combo based than Bravely Default was. A little bit, yeah. There's a little bit more of that, but it still has the same basics. Like, oh, you can sacrifice a turn to get more more of your charge things, which are the brave. But in this, they're the charge points. Mm-hmm. But in this, they're the path. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is what like the support characters are really good for. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I ever like used support characters in a JRPG. <laughs> oh, really? Instead of ignoring them, <laughs> Particio whips fucking ass. It's so good. He can just keep handing out BP, uh-huh. which is pretty great. <laughs> he just charges us up every every round, so he can just be like, "Okay, you have a full bar now." Um. But yeah, I'm I'm still going to get through it, I think. It's just, it's one of those things where I feel like I'm not strongly motivated this far in. Like, I feel like some of the story threads I'm really liking, other ones I'm just sort of met on. Um, but it is what it is. I think a lot of it is, like, I just don't like the structure of, like, these, this kind of game compared to, like, a traditional RPG where it's like, mm-hmm. you get a cast of characters, they get to go do stuff together. Bob, why do you hate Sokka games so much? I just do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that they're an evolutionary dead end, but that's just what I think. I'm just saying. That should be genocided. You know, I think you have to respect me saying that. It's I, just an opinion. I feel like it'd be cool if there was a game like this that was a traditional RPG, but instead we got Bravely Default 2, which is a game that looks much worse and is less interesting in a lot of ways. Yeah. Which uh, is really important. It's I, also stuck on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, I am waiting for one of these HD 2D things to be a normally structured JRPG. Yeah. And it feels like one that weird. isn't a remake of another game. Mm-hmm. Do we even have ones that are remakes of other games that aren't that? Like, I mean, uh, Dragon Age 3 is coming. Dragon Quest 3? Not it's Dragon, Dragon Quest 3 is coming. It's coming, but it's, it's not here yet. Yeah. No, I wish it was here. I better fucking do Chrono Trigger. <laughs> There's no way. There's no I, way they I, wouldn't, I, I, right? Because that's so obviously a pile of money waiting to be made. No, right? Yeah, <laughs> Chrono Trigger is going to be that like DS Final Fantasy remake style. Uh, come on. Yeah, come on. I also played more Final Fantasy twelve, not as much as I would have wanted, uh, but I did play a little more. That game has a Force Ghost in it. I don't know if we brought that up last week. I don't think we did. I, I think I, we did. I okay. think we brought that up on Onimusha at very least. Okay. Because that floored my ass. Because yes. I think it was that night after Big Think when you were playing it that I saw the Force Ghost and I just... <laughs> what? <laughs> Good lord. It was really funny. That was unreal! Like, I get that cinematography is like Star Wars. Some of the cities are like Star Wars because they have the float. Yeah. Right. But I didn't expect literal Force Ghost appears... It's it's uh, uh, it's Hayden Christensen. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Um, but yeah, not much else to say. I'm still kind of enjoying the the story. It it seems like it's picking up because I I just picked up a save file from where I left off playing it four years ago or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm picking things up pretty well, and things are starting to go places. Which is I'm getting to the point where I stopped playing it back on the PS2. Yeah, and it is starting to do more stuff. So that's good. Don't worry, you can say uh, 17 years ago. You can just say that and hurdle some people across the room into the wall emotionally. No, re- no retro games are like Castlevania and Mega Man 2, right? Yeah, Castlevania the, the PS, Curse the PS, of Darkness. The, PS, the PS2 is still pretty new. 
Yeah, it's still pretty new. You know, uh, you know, vo you know, Vox Twitch uh, Voxandra uh -huh. Gay. Yes, Vox got that, got that art of herself doing that that exact post. And I feel like I should get a version of me, but I'm I'm like the evil side. I'm like, no, bro. The Last of Us is retro now. It was ten years ago. Yeah, it was ten years ago. But yeah, Vox actually made that a fucking emote, so now anyone can just make the face. God, it's pretty good. I, I I'm pretty sure I was like, "Hey, Vox, did you know we've been friends for six years now?" And then she just responded with that face. <laughs> Leaves chat. <laughs> I have a complete time stream problem with this between the PS2 and the PS3 uh -huh. because they wouldn't stop making Ratchet games. So, yeah. So that's all. Like, what? No, that's when Ratchet games came out. Like this huge arc of time. Yeah. Fuck you, by the way. That's, <laughs> you ate so well. I did. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That buffet is still open. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that fucked up? That's so fucked up. Ratchet fans win so hard. There was uh, arguably there's the tiniest bit where it's like they remade the first game and kind of fucked up some shit. Mm -hmm. And that movie's bad. I hear. Just sitting on this mountain, like you know, I, I feel the worst for Sly fans. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like Sly's less dead than Jack. Jack is fucking never. Coming. Yeah, but at well, the same time, like as feeling... a Ratchet fan, Jack was my mortal enemy, so fuck him. Right. right. I was gonna say, like, you don't <laughs> feel bad for a Michael Bay fan, much like you don't feel bad for a Jack fan. That's I, I feel like that's how most people would feel on that. But who knows? I mean, maybe we can tell Jim Ryan that the last Sly game came out two years ago. Maybe, maybe that'll work. I also played Pokemon Sleep. That I played Pokemon night. Sleep too. We're going to get into is, some spoilers real quick. Is that an applicable verb? Play? Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. I don't know. For like, parts I have of to these. click buttons after I sleep. If, if you count, if you, if you take all the time of Pokemon Sleep and how much time you spend playing it, how much you could argue is actually playing it. <laughs> One moment. I'm working, the, I'm working out the math. 2%, literally 2% is how, because you, you sleep theoretically for eight hours. You know what? I'm going to bring up, I'm going to bring mine up to see what I got on my score. Cause what happens with Pokemon sleep, once again, spoilers, thus the spoilers music, right? Uh, in Pokemon sleep, you get rated on how well you slept and that gets you points and things for the game. Bob, what was... <laughs> What was your score? I got 44 points out of a possible 100. Bob, aren't you glad you're playing a game that just lets you know how bad shit is? <laughs> Does it give you, like, advice? No. Uh, but getting, what? sleeping in different ways gets you different Pokemon to show up and have different sleeping styles. So I had a bunch of Pokemon that slept poorly show up. <laughs> Like what? The, what? What? Uh, I got a Charmander who had crackling sleep. So I guess he he had his tail right in front of his head as he slept. So it was crackling in his ear. Okay. Yeah. The crackling that that's actually normal for a first day. I think. Okay. Maybe think. it was all that. Well, they were like, we don't know what your baseline is, so we can't judge this to anything but our sleep data in the cloud. I also got a Diglett who's sleeping above ground, which sucks. Oh, mine was sleeping underground. There you go. And then Meowth that was napping. Because that's about as much as I was doing. <laughs> yeah, good lord. I'm actually trying to figure out... Oh, I got an 89. Cool. 
So That's almost double your score. It is. It's getting there. So it no, doesn't. It, it is. It, it is over double. More yeah. than double. Wait, what was your score again? Forty-four. Oh, I thought it was twenty-nine. So this doesn't. It doesn't give you any advice on how to get better sleep. It's just like you slept terribly. Fuck you, cuck. You're some bad Pokemon. So I need you to imagine. Hey, hey you got to fill out the whole list. So obviously it's not bad that I got those. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, it is. <laughs> in a different way. Is, is this another one of those things that absolutely should have fucking been canceled? Like, are we entering the era of Nintendo pushing out that shit now? Chris, we're gonna need you to pause that for exactly one minute while I describe what it feels like when you wake up with this game so reminder you plug the game you plug your phone in you tell it i am going to sleep you put the phone face down on your bed they tell you maybe not you're under your pillow just on your mattress somewhere mm -hmm. and then when you wake up you lift it up and you're like hey what's up i'm awake it gives you it breaks your sleep it tells you hey different pokemon visit you based on the style of sleep you got and all this other stuff and then it goes let me tell you about Regular versus premium sleep pass. Yes, I was going for a sleep pass. Chris, they have a battle pass in Pokemon Sleep. So, yes, this is definitely <laughs> one of those projects that should have been canned. Every time I booted it, it says Pokemon Company. Press select. And it took me until like the fourth time to realize that's a company. I don't have a select button on my phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Priceless. <laughs> um, so the weird thing is, like, I click Premium Pass. And then it's like, hey, here's the benefits of Premium Sleep Pass. View unlimited sleep data records and statistics. Wait, I can't just do that? That seems like the, the point of the app. I, I have a terabyte well, of storage you in my fucking phone. Your own. And with unlimited <laughs> sleep oh, statistics. Oh, no. oh, wow. That's great, actually. Maybe I should sign up for this. Uh, daily bonus biscuit upgraded to a premium bonus biscuit for you to feed a Pokemon and then they like you more. Gross. Receive a bonus 100 sleep points each day that you track sleep. Uh, gain access to the premium exchange for ex exchanging your sleep points because you take your sleep points that you get from sleeping good and shit and you exchange that for items. Monthly gifts of a good camp ticket. At a thousand sleep points, additional lavish rewards every three months, and unlock a diary where you can write notes on your sleep. Bob, did you look at how much this cost? No, I did not. Then I will ask all three of you. Tell me how much you think. Six months. Oh, six months. You cannot buy a year, but you can buy a month or six months. But we're going with the value option. Six months. How much do you think it costs for six months of premium pass for the sleep pass? I feel like this is one of those services that's supposed to be, like, good for the customer about improving your sleep. I feel like they wouldn't charge a lot for this. This is like a $20 for six months. Try and, like, make it ease people into it because it's actually good for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Aggro. Yeah, I was thinking, like, twenty four ninety five. Chris. 50. Chris is right. You want to know what my logic was? You know what my logic was? It's probably $10 if you get it by month. They probably knock it down to about seven if it's every six months. So seven times six is uh, 42. That's still a little bit low, but I'm like, it'll, 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 it'll be too much. Yeah, you basically would get one month free for buying six months at this rate.
What's wrong with them? I don't know. I'd like to circle I, back I'm... to the fact that you're collecting Pokemon and some of them you get when you sleep shittily. Like, it, does it tell you how to get them? Like, I, you're like, I really I, want a Farfetch'd, but I've got to be in a heroin-induced stupor. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think it bases a lot of it on sounds you make while you sleep. On, on oh a my god, yeah, if it's entirely audio-based, you can cheat at this. Probably. Like, Just like leave there's got to be like a subreddit somewhere compiling... Eight-hour recordings that you can use. This is lo-fi hip-hop to meet Charmander too. <laughs> I was really upset. The four Pokemon show up after you sleep, mm -hmm. and the tutorial forces you to give Charmander the po the the biscuit so he yeah, sticks around. Isn't that fucked up? And I'm like, the Meowth is right there. Why no. would I want this dumb Charmander? Sorry, no, you wow. you you have to. You have to be. Yeah, you have to do that. And it's like, well, Pikachu and Charmander follow you because they're the ones everybody likes. I'm like, great. Thank Fucking you so awesome. much. Thank you. Okay, let me make sure this is this is the one I want to play on the podcast. Oh, the audio broke in this game again because that happened to me. Did that happen to you? Did your audio break at any point? No, but I haven't had audio on. Oh, playing, okay. So I don't know. By the way, I thought about it like today of like, Man, making a being a composer for music on a phone game is like one of the most unappreciated fields possible because everyone's playing your fucking game muted a lot of the time. But uh, yeah. Okay, so so this is this is the beauty of Pokemon Sleep. I get to hear because apparently at some point in my sleep schedule, I slip into a void and it just. What is? So when I say I, I sleep in a hole in the wall, that is that is very literal. <laughs> so by hole in a wall, you mean vent. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is you can just hear me snoring slightly above the horrifying machine sound like I'm in Silent Hill. So wait, you can listen to... Yeah, I thought it recorded you, you. I thought you said... I thought it says you cannot listen to No, yours. you can't. Just, it, it gave you timestamps with recorded audio. Weird. Now, I, I assumed what most people would assume, because there are sleep apps that also do this, Not this is not a Pokemon sleep engineered idea. A lot of people use... Like, I've never done this. But every clip I've ever seen online of someone listening back to those is just every recording that activates when they're loud is just them farting in their sleep. So I, of course, went through this expecting that. It's three clips of me snoring normally and sort of how the room sounds, but a little weird. And then I slip into that. Like, that's, I, that's not room presence. That is room possessed by a presence. I, <laughs> I guess I, I was, you know, I was still half asleep. Could hardly see, didn't have my glasses on, mashing shoot because it was a ton of tutorial stuff. After I woke up, I was like, guys, I just woke up. I'm right. What are you doing? Congratulations, you just woke up. It's time to feed all these Pokemon. Look, they came to visit. I'm like, fucking leave me alone. Yeah, I'm like, come on. I just woke I could up. do one thing. I need to. That's all I can give you right now. I need to. The, my morning routine involves me waking up, walking over to the scale, and then crying and hating myself. <laughs> That's not this. I'm not ready for Charmander to eat the only biscuit I have as everyone else watches. Right? <laughs> That's yeah. This is this like me... the reverse. This is like the leave me alone. Let me sleep. Yes. <laughs> leave me alone. Let me morning routine. 
I don't. This is a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to stick with it more because I'm already doing like sleep tracking and other things. But it is weird to just leave your phone like upside down on your mattress on. Yeah, because it I, turns off the screen and everything using the software, but it's still just. I thought I also act. wouldn't be able to like look at Twitter and stuff too, so I just let it sit there, not even looking at things for quite a while, and then I was like, "Oh wait, it it, it can stay on while I do this. That's good." Because oh man. Sometimes when insomnia you, hits hard, I need to are you, look at stuff. Are you telling me sometimes you go to go to sleep and you go, I'm going to sleep, and then you don't? Yeah. Whoa, crazy. What number did you get again? 44. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. How'd that happen? It also told me exactly how much I sleep, slept, which was three and a half hours. Like... I wish I could say I you're t- wrong. I told you, you should get a smartwatch so that way we post at the beginning. Like, if you look at the corner of our streams, it now has the date, the time, how long we've been playing, and then our sleep charts. <laughs> and Dan slept pretty, pretty good amount, but did not actually sleep during that time. <laughs> Bob did not do either. Uh, so are you going to stick with this terrible mistake of a video game? I'll try it a few more nights. We'll see how it goes. Are you going to get one month of sleep pass premium? I don't think so. Also, when you move the app that's got, got the Snorlax in there, he's like, oh, I can't wait to sleep. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. This isn't going to work out too well for you, Snorlax. Snorlax is like, oh, man, I've had such a busy day. I hope we get to sleep soon. <laughs> and it just locks eyes with you. <laughs> Uh, Bob's like, I'm sorry, I have to watch these two DVDs of Ranma, and then we'll try. (laughs) I just, I feel like any negative feedback loop on somebody not being able to sleep is one of the most cruel things you could possibly do. Right? Like, I can't imagine this having, leading to positive effects on my life. But I'm going to let, I'm going to do the few days until it's like, I've established your sleep habits or whatever and see what that means it's like you know i'll be going for let's say 40 minutes 50 minutes on ring fit and it'll be like hey do you want to cool down and quit for the day imagine you hit yes before then it was like pussy says what (laughs) it'd be really funny if they're like okay bob we've analyzed your sleeping schedules and it just shows a bottle of whiskey and it's like (laughs) we found the solution here you go bottoms up You can fix the problem, or we can fix the problem. Shows a fucking needle full of morphine. It's like, okay, what you gotta do? <laughs> Look, you need some medicine, and we have some options. Like a DoorDash driver shows up at your front door, like, yeah, um, I picked up this syringe from the post office, and it's got this booklet here. That are you okay? Why is a Pokemon app telling me to accost you with chemicals? <laughs> oh, well, the tip just came in. So <laughs> they just jab you right there on the doorstep. Um, yeah, I feel like this is a bad feedback loop, but maybe they should have. <laughs> yeah, where, where it just stayed in development hell and didn't get heard about for years, I assumed it would never come back. Because it would be something like this. Yeah, I'm, I'm still going to play it, but like maybe they should have thought of any solution other than bullying insomniacs. Look, the important thing isn't where you start, Bob. You know, sleep is like fitness. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. So you need to just get that number higher. Why don't you just sleep? Yeah, why don't I just sleep? I don't know. 
people act like getting fit and sleeping are things they don't have control of. I would simply just go to sleep, Bob, and you should do that. God. Uh, since this is the goofy video games that aren't real video games section of this podcast, I'll slip this in. Yeah, you know, Ring Fit was a pretty good idea to lose weight until it started building muscle mass, and now it's a beam battle. <laughs> Fucker, I just wanted that number to go down. I am that vein. <laughs> Bob. What's up? Did you play anything else? No, that was it. I did not play much else. Hey, Agro. <laughs> hey. Oh, right. I finished Sorry, Star hey, Wars. I don't know hey, why I didn't Agro. say that. Nope, fuck you. Hey, Agro. <laughs> what you been playing? Well, I finished Final Fantasy 16. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. That's a whole thing mm-hmm. that we'll discuss on content. So, right after that ended. Okay. Which, I should state, an interesting thing happened. I, I hit the credits on 16, and I was like, oh, I beat this game. I'm hungry. I'm going to celebrate and order a pizza. So I ordered a pizza. And the pizza arrived, and the credits were still rolling. So I'm just sitting there eating pizza, watching these credits what? continue to roll. What? You can speed them up. That's like, insane that they're man, that long. It is I'm... obviously a gigantic amount of people worked on this game. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was surreal. But I cool. finished that up and then went and bought Viewfinder. And I sprinted through that last night and this morning. It's like five hours long. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So you already beat it. Yes. Man. It was amazing. <laughs> That's cool. Sure would be neat if that game was in VR. <laughs> Maybe the, the, they, they, they implied they might, make a, they might make a VR version. That'd be trippy. Yeah. No, it'd be really good. Um, this is, it's, it's, it's my favorite kind of uh, puzzle game. With the weird, you know, soft, colorful environment and environmental storytelling that, you know, slowly drip feeds you what's really going on as you go through it. It's like it's it's more story than The Witness. It's much less than Maquette. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stuff you got to do, you, you played the demo, right? I actually didn't. I forgot to go back no, and do okay. it. Um, I, I, I only played a couple minutes of the demo. Because I, I did like the first two things. It was like, oh, I need to not play any more of this till I can play the whole game. Uh, yeah. It's really good. Like, it, it goes beyond that basic premise you see in the trailers with the camera. It really uh, evolves on that really well. It, it doesn't overstay in any single mechanic. It'll do it a few times. Like, okay, do you understand this one? Good, because we're going to throw something else at you now. Good. There were a few levels that really bent my brain sideways. Where you're just staring at a thing going, I need to get the thing that's inside that. <laughs> Which is literally impossible. So <laughs> what am I? I had to look up a solution on one of the optional puzzles. Oh, okay. And it really was a, oh, fuck, that is a thing that happens. But it's never been a puzzle mechanic before, so I didn't think about it. That's really good. Huh. Yeah, no, it's um I will say cuz I know I know Chris posted that clip of the character in your ear at the beginning. She goes away real fast. Oh, that's oh, great. Thank God. That's amazing that, news. You might have just saved the money that they would have gotten from me. <laughs> yeah, like she she's in the opening and then pretty quickly she goes away. 
I mean, she's she's still in the game, but she's not constantly talking in your ear. Right. Um, she she is replaced by a cat with a Scottish accent. For anyone who hasn't seen the clip, the clip is you using the viewfinder powers where you look at a photo and a path appears, and then her going, wow, did that actually just happen? And then the person pausing and turning down yeah, voice it, it volume. Was the, it was the vine sauce clip of that, of the frame one being like, speech to zero. Yep. So... I'm glad to hear she will not be in my ear yeah. all the time, the whole game. So it's it's a great puzzle game with really creative uh, levels. Although I will say, um, okay, people who design small-scale puzzle games, I know that some hack screenwriter who decided that slumming it in video game design would be easy work to get into because it's a lesser form of art than real movie writing told you that the final section of your game needs to have rising tension toward the climax because they read a screenwriting book that says that and you believe them because they seem to have uh, authority and, and, and credit. Yeah. But if you made a puzzle game and the very last level requires speed and execution rather than puzzle solving you made your game wrong <laughs> i am so goddamn tired of puzzle games ending with action segments yeah yeah luckily in this game the first settings menu accessibility right at the bottom turn timers off yeah, that oh. sort of thing makes sense in like Portal, and I think that's it. Yeah, because that's an action-based and, puzzle and game. And like the, the very... even there, it was not great. Yeah, it's even not... there, it was yeah. like that. That final boss is awful. I say that as someone who beat part, Portal RTX last year mm -hmm. and had to go through that boss fight three times because it crashed two of them. Yeah, like the very yeah. last section is just you've got to do like several levels within five minutes. That's it. They just put an arbitrary five-minute timer on it and say do these last few sections. It was so fucking pointless, that timer. Like, I had to restart it three or four times, you know, because I've got to, I've, I've solved them. Now I just need to run the solutions I've already solved quickly enough to get to the later sections. And I'm like, wait, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, What's the final challenge? Do it five times. <laughs> right? I'm like, I'm not going to run this over and over again until I can perfect it. You, you've basically described how that uh, one level in Trauma Center goes where five people drop dead on the sidewalk. <laughs> that was where the game stopped for me. <laughs> so yeah, Viewfinder, really good. Adding that to my shelf of, you know, tiny puzzle games I really like. Then I finally picked up Humanity because I remember that came out this year. Dope. Yeah. Ah, uh, I can't wait to actually play more than like the two prologue levels of... 3d lemmings yeah i love that game i played the demo like all of it mm -hmm. the level creator levels the every puzzle they made i did it all in vr and when this motherfucker came over and he's like i played humanity i'm like oh god i gotta get that i'll wait until those lenses arrive uh-huh yeah fuck that so nice being on the other side of huge AAA releases now that I can just play other smaller games. Yeah, it's pretty mm -hmm. fucking dope. Yeah, the mm -hmm. Star Wars good. got a huge buff because it's like, this is so different and so much more fun. Is that all you've been playing? Yep. You still don't get to talk about Star Wars. That's fine. I was very close to the end last time. I don't need to say anything more than, hey, I beat it. 
Hey, you beat it. And I'm going to wait for them to patch it to do anything else. I didn't get any more crashes, but I was so close to the end of the game, it was going to be kind of surprising if I did. Yeah. I, I have some bad news about them patching that game anymore, I think. Uh, what's up? <laughs> They're going to... Look, they supported the, the first game yeah, well after launch. Yeah, they supported years and even added like, a mode where you go just do battles and stuff. And I was like, I want to see that in this game because the combat's better in this one. Right, yeah. Uh, hey, Chris, what have you been playing? Uh, I played a bunch of stuff, actually. Oh? I decided to just whip through a playthrough of Super Mario RPG because you guys talking <laughs> about it is like, I guess Jeez. I should do that. <laughs> so that was one sitting? No, the okay. game's longer than that. I feel well, more, more, it's more than one sitting for me. You know, you guys will obviously overcome tomorrow or die, but I don't, I, I don't, think, I don't think you'll die. Yeah, that game's still really good. Uh, there's a couple things that I think are almost certainly going to be changed in the remake. Oh. Uh, for one, I'm, they'll probably have an animation for when an enemy's attack misses, and you it won't just be the character un time freezing as miss pops up under them, and they hit the enemy with, like, the dead-eye stare. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty great. <laughs> I would miss it. Uh, also, for sure, they're going to take out the part where uh, Malo mentions Bruce Lee. Yeah, probably. Probably going to take that out. That, 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 that checks out. Oh, Bruce Lee's timeless. But yeah, still really solid. I wish the last chunk of that game wasn't a little bit of a slog. It's a little bit, but it's, you know, I've been through worse than an RPG. Mm. Some, uh, they, the, the shit they do to you in Bowser's Castle is not cool, where it's like, here's six doors. Uh <laughs> It's Bowser's it, Castle. It, That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, but here's six doors. At the back of each one is uh, the best weapon for a character. Uh, you don't, you don't, you know, it's random. Oh? Yeah, it, you, there's no way to know which weapon you're going to get. So it's like, if you did, if you did four of them and uh, didn't get fucking Bowser's Drill Claw, you're fucking leaving and coming back and doing it again and you have to do all four again. Mm. cool and you could still conceivably not get bowser's drill claw you could go through the challenge level and it's be like that chest's empty you did this one already mm. so that's not great and hopefully will be fixed in the remake uh i also played through bat boy we talked about like oh, bat boy bat came boy. out yeah mm -hmm. whoa so, you know Shovel Knight? I do. Mm -hmm. This is like the Creon Conquest of Shovel Knight. <clears throat> okay. If you don't, if you don't know what the Creon Conquest is, <laughs> that is an NES game that is Mega Man, but you're like a witch. Oh, it's that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and it is very much that, but with Shovel Knight. Uh, they sure didn't need to try and make this game funny but they do and it's really not funny because you just have the bird sidekick that only exists to screech mm. and attempt to be snarky and it's always bad and there's an over 9,000 joke in the game fuck <sighs> off come on it's 2023 why no uh other than that it, it's fine like it's 
not nearly as polished or as good as Shovel Knight, but it's all right. It's it's it, it's solid. Yeah, that's a high bar. So right. Uh, did you beat I it? I like. Did how much uh, yes, did you I call? beat it? Okay. Wow. I beat it. Um, it took about you know two and a half hours. Not I love super smaller long. games. Smaller mm. games are so fucking based, you um, guys. <laughs> I like that you get your Mega Man X boss weapons, but they're called techniques, mm. and most of them are they're pretty much all movement based instead of offensive. Mm. And the way it works is you have a technique bar instead of like a weapon power bar, which is like you have so many pips and that's how many techniques you can use before you reach a checkpoint. And that that made it interesting, even though by the end of the game, it's more just like, yeah, I'm using these techniques to just skip chunks of the levels. Yeah, cool. that makes sense. <laughs> it, uh, they sure needed to vet their Kickstarter bosses better. <laughs> Yeah, I've been waiting to hear this for a while. Oh, oh no. Man. I was like, how's he gonna bridge this? So so it's like it's like it's like Shovel Knight where you have Kickstarter bosses, they have their own little tiny short levels, and then you do a boss that is like not thematic to the rest of the game. Because all, all the other characters are like, we're sports stars, I'm Captain Ace, I'm I'm a soccer guy, I'm racket girl, I play racquetball, you know, I'm I'm cap I, I'm like Mr. Blitz, I'm the football player. The so one did, good we, line in the, the uh, but I, I want to give credit to the football guy because he has the one line in the game where I'm like, that's fucking great. He's like, I'm so, we one time we were having a tough game and I hit their quarterback so hard he started seeing double, so they were outnumbered and lost. <laughs> 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 and that's uh, that's what he does between his phases and his second phase is he makes a clone of himself. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> uh, but like one, the, like the other two are, re are real generic, and then this the third one, the third one is like. Who, by the way, is behind the is behind the hardest of the optional levels. So they didn't really hide her, but they tried to. So you have to you have to play play baseball with her and hit her shots a couple times, and you hit her shots a couple times, and then she gets really mad and calls you a cheater and says she's gonna eat you and becomes a twenty foot tall fat lady, oh. and starts stomping around oh, and no. trying to do like the butt stomp on you. Mm. And that makes food come down that she will then eat to regain health. But if she eats the pepper, she'll run around and you... nothing else in the game is like that. I'm like, guys, you need to get somebody to vet these Kickstarter bosses a little bit. Yeah, and then she falls down and the white bread falls down and she hits the shopping cart and runs it over. <laughs> Bob, I have an idea for the funniest bit in the world. We just need to do a stream goal every time a new Kickstarter game is announced. Oh, my God. You'll get banned because there are people who get banned from those who are like, no, you've caused Trump too many, too much trouble for too many fucking projects. Yeah, that's that's honestly that's fair. I was like, well, Major Baz shows up. No, chat, chat, no. chat. Don't bring up the tsunami fan art reel. Don't. It's been, it's almost been a year. We can move on. <laughs> don't bring up the tsunami fan art reel. Don't don't talk about what a uh, dub actors for My Hero Academia quote tweet. And don't seem to understand what they're quote tweeting. <laughs> just, just, just don't worry about it. Uh, I also started playing Gravity Circuit. Awesome! How's Boy, that going? I'm glad I did that in the order I did because Bat Boy would have just been washed if it was anywhere <laughs> near Gravity Circuit like beforehand. Yeah. Gravity Circuit feels like a game that's on the level of Shovel Knight. Ooh! Like it looks really good. It has really big levels full of interesting set pieces. It has really cool music. It looks very nice and has great artwork. Um, 
the first the, I've only done two levels outside of the uh, opening level because it has like the Mega Man X style opening level. It's also Mega Man Zero. Hmm. Like it has hmm. you can it has like you can equip chips like Mega Man Zero. You have the hub you go to between levels like Mega Man Zero. Uh, it doesn't have any of the unsober elements of Mega Man Zero. Okay, it even has like, it, you don't mean it has cyber elves. Please say you don't mean that. <laughs> um, it even has a ranking system like Mega Man Zero, but that just determines how much bonus money you get. Yeah, that's sane and medicated. <laughs> right? <laughs> Mega Man Zero One. But the first level I did was uh, them doing the cyber peacock level. Ooh. Uh, it doesn't have the grading system, but it's like you go into cyberspace and do platforming challenges and uh I don't know if I I don't even think I realized this in the demo or maybe the demo didn't have it. Uh this game has a fucking run button you need to hold down so that you can make some jumps. You move really fast when you're running. It feels really good. Mm. Cool. Uh, and you still have the grappling hook which still feels good to use and they do pretty interesting platforming challenges as a result. Uh something I've learned from playing games recently is um I can't play a game for shit if you flip it upside down. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just lose the ability to, to do anything. Hey, Agro, do you have that problem? Uh, not really. You know, it's just sort of... <laughs> hmm. like that. They, there's one chunk of the level where it's like you're upside down. And I'm like, I can't do the easiest platforming jumps in the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll never make this jump jumps directly in whole. See? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it like. I just can't measure distance from the top down for some reason. Yeah. It, it's rough. Hmm. Do they flip controls on you too or not? Uh, they didn't, they flip. You have to press up to do the slide, but you don't have to do the slide in that segment anyway. Okay. So technically the controls are relative to the screen. Still the same. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually heard a game designer it, it articulate this exact thing and why it's so difficult for people. And they're like, People internalize the physics of your game as a natural element of the world. And the moment the ball doesn't fall correctly, like your brain and because you've built gravity in your head in the game. The moment you go up, all bets are off and you, the internalized systems can fall apart for some reason. I, I legitimately like I'm, I'm fine at those. Because I drilled that gimmick in Newgrounds games for like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Newgrounds games have one mechanic and gamers love it. <laughs> Th that's probably why I'm so good at the grappling hook in this because it functions kind of like the one in uh, Good Luck Robot. No, Give mm. Up Robot, which was the which was the Adult Swim Flash game that uh, the creators of Celeste made before that. Oh. And it has a grappling hook that controls very similarly. Uh, but yeah, I can't recommend Gravity Circuit enough. Like, if you love Mega Man, go buy it right now. E easy purchase. But but I'm too busy working out after, and being after an anime girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what this. I, al <laughs> I also played more Final Fantasy 13. I got to the point that probably should have been three hours into the game instead of 15, <laughs> where, where, where Hope and Lightning are surrounded by all these soldiers and they're going to get captured and then Snow bursts through on his motorcycle that is two women. And makes a bunch of ice roads, and you you the, the character you start going through like cool looking city areas, and the characters begin talking to each other, and like character development starts happening, and it tr gives you any kind of insight whatsoever into what uh, LC is. Instead of you, you walk through the hallway, 
Just walk through the hallway. Keep going through the hallway. <laughs> Ooh, a Bulbasaur. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I, I hope at some point the game comes up with, like, gimmicks, because they've ha tried to have one so far, and it was bad. What was the gimmick? Uh, the gimmick is you touch these things to make it sunny or rain. What that actually means is you're going to see a big dangerous enemy that you don't want to fight. You touch the ball to make the change the weather and that makes it go away and replaces it with an easier enemy. Oh, right. They put that in Stranger of Paradise for some reason. It was weird. Hmm. Uh, yes, that, they did. Is it that? It's the same level. It's yeah. the same area. Yeah. It's the same area. Yeah. yeah that, that's there, one of the things like, that makes me want to like play that, Stranger of Paradise. Like that, that, like that pirate level that's pretty early in Stranger of Paradise is, is a dungeon from Final Fantasy fourteen. Huh. Yes. Yeah, like every every yeah. level in Stranger of Paradise is like something from another Final Fantasy game. And then you pick up notes where it's like the evil villains are like doing this or like taking pieces of these other dimensions. Yeah. The the intro and other things about it and the way people talk about it gave me that idea. So Yeah. Uh but I'm starting to get the hang of the combat since somebody's like, Yeah, um, I don't know if the game teaches you this, but if you change paradigms after twelve seconds, you get a free turn. Mm, yeah. That sounds right. Ah. So your first paradigm shift per battle gives you a free turn. And the first and if every 12 seconds, like it recharges the free turn. So that's why you might want to have multiple of the same paradigm even. That's crazy. Because it's like, OK, start the battle, hit them, change to the other paradigm for hitting them and hit them again. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, it's timed out pretty much to every two turns you take you get to hit that button get a free turn hopefully by the next big thing to mention all i've gotten to the point where they let me have three characters at a time because i'm still not at that point yet they just keep switching up who's with who well i was gonna ask aside from 13 are there any other games that are out now that you're looking at playing in general uh, I have Octopath Traveler sitting on my shelf. I need to get to that at some point. I also have Trails into Reverie on my shelf, which uh, I yes. need to get to. Uh, okay. I want to want to play the Atelier Marie remake before the end of the year because that came out recently. Oh, right, that actually released. I think I saw Vox playing that. Yeah, she yeah, Vox did it all thing. in one setting. She oh, didn't wow. even mean to. Oh, she was enjoying yeah, it a lot. Oh, oh. It was kind of a low budget PS One game, so it's not super huge mm. yeah but uh, i also have to play fire implement all because i haven't even i barely started fire Emblem engage every time i mention that uh people are like don't worry about this fire emblem it's skippable a bunch of people go no do not listen to them play that game fuck them <laughs> i, I basically i cannot imagine it being more forgettable to me than three houses i fucking didn't really did not like three houses at first people made... seem to think this was better than three houses so that it certainly looks better yeah but i couldn't stand three houses yeah we have three stories um every additional one you do will make the game worse because mm. they don't they don't make sense with each other and that made me insane uh did i play anything else uh you streamed it <laughs> oh right i did i almost completely fucking forgot <laughs> I, I streamed the I finished the the trilogy of the two new Tomb Raiders. I streamed Shadow oh, yeah. of the Tomb Raider. Mm -hmm. Man, they fucked the series up bad. <laughs> mm. I'd uh, say that's like three points lower than Rise. God, 
That's yeah. crazy. It was pretty bad. I was lurking doing uh doing ring fit during his whole fucking stream, and I'm just like, oh my god. Uh, let's let. First of all, this was not made by Crystal Dynamics. It was made by Eidos Montreal. Yeah, this Instead. is the third of the new trilogy where they went, you've gotten enough tries. You make this. <laughs> it was more like, it was. I think it was more like Crystal Dynamics. You go make whichever one of those Marvel games you're making. Yeah, they yeah, did Avengers. Get, get in that hole. Get in the Avengers hole. <laughs> was I think Eidos Montreal was Avengers and Crystal Dynamics was Guardians, Gal Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I think that's right. But one, um, I don't think Eidos Montreal understood what this franchise was like i think they were laboring under the delusion that this is a prequel to the original tomb raider games because they they're just like supernatural shit's real like that's the whole plot of this game i mean there's a little bit of that in the first reboot like yes there's a little bit of that but in this one at the start of this game is laura takes a ceremonial dagger off the off an altar and begins the apocalypse yeah whoa <laughs> like it, the entire continent of South America begins having horrible natural disasters for Laura to angst over because she considers that she caused those. Yeah. Like the, the town you're in at the very start of the game, you, you take the dagger from a thing outside that and that town is completely destroyed. She like watches a kid die in front of her. Yeah, the stakes what? are just so immediate, what? high and brutal. <laughs> what? Uh -huh. Nice. And you combine that dagger with a magic box and you become God. Excuse me? That was the end sure. of the game, though, right? I mean, that, yeah, but that's the plot. The plot is, like, you need the dagger in the box to become God. Oh, okay. I feel like there should be more MacGuffins to collect before nope, you ascend to the Godhead. That's all you need. Everything uh, else just overcomplicates it. Somebody, somebody at Crystal Dynamics was definitely telling the director of this game, who is still the director from the previous two, like in the second game, there's there, there's no Laura is brutalized stuff pretty much. Then mm -hmm. it comes back hard in this game. What a weird thing to think that this is the identity type of franchise. Yeah, I don't, I don't. It's get a little that. weird. It's a little weird. Like it, like they bring back the like the goriest possible death animations. She's getting knocked around and injured a lot. Um, they they added a bunch of really bad underwater segments just so she can drown. You were so fucking pissed that was there. It was unbelievably funny. They do. They they keep putting them in, and I'm like, guys, you don't have any gameplay here. I'm just holding one button and forward. <laughs> like, it's like, just go as fast as possible so Laura doesn't drown. Well, you, there's, you there's, see, people were bringing up a lot the, how horrifying that death animation of Laura was in the old game. So, obviously, there's they need to bring that those, back. There's two... There's two of like the 10 underwater segments where there are piranha that you have to dodge by swimming through reeds. That's it. Um, there's almost no combat in this game. There's like two what? or three oh, combat set pieces no. and everything else is the bad platforming. Yeah, but, that's... Uh, no. Yeah. What? Yeah, what? Chris. Chris, tell them about the Crash Bandicoot segment. No. Yeah, the, like, no, I was just about to say that was the wrong part of an Uncharted game to pull. That is very the wrong part of an Uncharted game to pull. Yeah, one of their one of their best set like one of their big set piece ideas in this one that they do like four times is Laura run run forward. The camera is behind Laura run and jump. Yeah, and, like and she has like an featuring Laura. She what? has like an exaggerated running animation for those, so she just runs like Crash Bandicoot. 
<laughs> I was losing it. Oh my god! I don't know who looked at that game and thought, "This is it." Um, the Wait, platforming is also the worst in the series because they couldn't they. It, they just came up with like eight different ways to interact with these porous rock walls. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. And, and it's so bad that they have to keep putting up the text. Use this mechanic to get through here, like uh -huh. on the screen. Like no, they paste failed. it up on the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, where do I go? And then it pops up on the screen, like, hold this button to repel down so you can use our bad version of the Uncharted 4 grappling hug. I. Oh. Does does it even have the upgrade trees anymore that were all yes, around it does. combat? It has, it has the biggest one in the series, but there's almost no combat. There's like what? at most <laughs> like three combat set pieces, maybe four at the absolute most. And and they're all short. They're all shorter than any of the ones in the first two games. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know the thing oh. that the thing that killed it for me though, the thing that watching Chris play this, I went from we you know, me and Bob, we need to go through these to make me just go, No. <laughs> no, you need to go through these. <laughs> Is when it was like completely unrelated, no transition. We now cut to kid Laura Croft in her multi-millionaire yes, playground. Yes, they did the fucking Uncharted 4 thing. They did the Uncharted 4 thing. There's... And this is another this is another point in like to in the they they think it's a prequel cuz Laura has to solve like the Resident Evil puzzle inside her own home that is this enormous mansion and I'm like this feels like they they thought Oh, and another thing. They took this out of the they took this out with the day one patch. The ending of this game had Laura getting a letter from the villain of Tomb Raider 1 on the PlayStation 1. <laughs> and Wait, they took they that took out. They took that out? Yeah, they took that out. I guess somebody told them that dude, this isn't supposed to be a prequel. <laughs> no, like if you're already there, fucking leave right. that shit in. You you have to like commit after you've launched the game. I'm sorry. Like like she's holding up the letter and reading it and then she puts it down and has angular breasts. Like, come on. <laughs> one week after launch of Spider-Man 2. We patched out Craven saying it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the plot of this game is is fucking whatever. The, 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 the apocalypse. What's uh, up, Agro? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like an eBay listing for a PS5 pre-patch Spider-Man 2 installed. <laughs> Craven says it edition. So the, the plot of this game is whatever. It involves yet another secret. Uh, like a secret civilization nobody's discovered even though they have giant fucking pyramids and we have satellite imagery mm -hmm. no and that th they're i think like a hundred yards from another city because of like an actual town because of how fucking game worlds work um so they all speak english because the evil trinity organization showed up and taught them english and took one of them and that guy's now the boss of trinity the evil overwatch organization and he's the villain, I guess. And they completely rewrite the second game where it's like, no, I killed your dad, Laura, because he was going to tell the world about this, this civilization I'm from that I want to protect. And I'm like, that's not what any of the second game was about. Like, none of it. You literally just derote the second game. <sighs> um, so there's also a tribe of orcs. Okay. Now, now the first, the first two, the first two of these games did a pretty good job, not being offensive. Mm -hmm. 
Then you boot up this game and it gives you the Assassin's Creed intro screen where that where it's like, please do not please do not get mad at us for anything in this game. This the game was developed by a multi a diverse multicultural team of people. Uh, and then, and then they then they drop these these fucking characters on you that I'm putting in the big think channel. Hmm. I don't wanna. I have to. They're just fucking straight up Lord of the Rings orcs. Like. All right. Yeah. That's what? just what they are. I'm just. Cool. Uh, they don't talk. They're very important to the mythical plot of this game. I guess they're like talked about in the myths. Um. According to a DLC I didn't play because I didn't know how to access it and somebody had to tell me after I'd beaten the game, they DM'd me like, hey, you didn't do this bad DLC. Here's what's at the end of it. They're from another dimension. Well, yeah, they, they came and, here through the dark portal. And the DLC is the DLC is them like leaving through a fucking Stargate. What? All right. No, 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 it was a Fargate. It's legally it's distinct. <laughs> uh... <laughs> But yeah, like this game sucked. <laughs> this game is it's easily the worst of the three. It evaporated all the goodwill I had towards them. Um, they're also just it's also just worse from like a design level, because in the first two games, I was never once confused what it wanted me to do to progress in a platforming segment. And in this game, I was constantly being like, what the fuck do you want? Because they would put progress on like the weird backside of something that you'd never look to to be the progress. Or they'd want you to like, they'd want you to try and grab like one specific spot. Just, just, just it fucking embarrassing, honestly. Mm. Uh, so in the first game, you got this big power moment where like Laura has had enough. She's becoming the survivor and they give you a grenade launcher for your rifle and mm -hmm. you get to blow the shit out of a bunch of guys and tear through their base. And then in the second game, Trinity shows up and kills a bunch of innocent people and Laura once again becomes the survivor and they give you the shotgun. And you get to do a power fantasy combat set piece. In this game, they try to do that by, because the villain talks to you over the radio and is like, we killed your friend, Laura, the only character from the first game to ever appear in any of the other games. So Laura like becomes the Tomb Raider for real and it is do four stealth segments. We took away all your weapons. That's what it meant to be what? the yeah. Tomb Raider, yeah. Which ends with her coming out of the water with a fire behind her and just knifing a terrified guy to death. <laughs> Is he oh, playing God. the PlayStation Vita? God, there's that fucking there's that fucking segment where Chris just brutally murdered someone and Laura just goes, What are you so afraid of? And he's like, You, Laura! <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking afraid of you. <laughs> But yeah, like the Lara Croft in the second game, which felt like she was beginning to develop into the action hero Lara Croft that would presumably be in the third game. And then in the third game, they do the plot of the second game again, where it's like, I'm sad my daddy died, combined with the pathetic elements of the first game. So it's like they went backwards in both ways and also made the worst gameplay in the, of the three. Cool. Yeah, I no one imagining it was going to be this bad. Yeah, no, because I remember when they when they came out, it was it was like, oh yeah, they're like mid but good, you know, mid but pretty good. And then the third one came out, and it was just no. Yeah, yeah I'm happy that <laughs> I'm not buried. crazy because I went and checked Metacritic, and this game does have ten points fewer 
than either of the previous two games. Which so makes people sense, noticed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, as he said, it just went from, yeah, no, it's not the best thing. It's not Uncharted, but it's pretty good. And then and then the third one came out, and no one, no one ever said that again. Yeah, about... no, fuck, no fucking shit that Square Enix was like, these guys gotta go. <laughs> this is yeah. one of the most expensive games ever made. They spent like $120 million on it. Yeah, And it's also the shortest is... of the three. And this is also the era where the Deus Ex no one liked came out. Yeah. The PS4. This has one. the same creative director as that Teus Ex. I'm like, I'm fucking never playing that fucking game. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Oof. I ba I barely liked Human Revolution. I thought it had fucking terrible bosses, and then they they put in the definitive edition that inserted the DLC into the story, which I always fucking hate. I'm like, great, you obliterated the pacing of your game. Mm-hmm. Because your DLC is bad because it's seven DLC. Yeah, right. There's no, no time that that work out well. <laughs> I, I also really hated that in fucking Arkham City. Mm. If, you, if you have the Catwoman DLC in Arkham City, there's like a, a big dramatic part. And it's like, now cut for a Catwoman level. And I'm like, no. <laughs> it leads to Catwoman levels are like five minutes at most. Like every time you cut away in, in those games, it's like, you really charge people for this? You charge people to let them do one room of combat. Yeah. Are you crazy? Yeah, but she has her own Riddler puzzles. <laughs> and if you don't have the Catwoman DLC, you have to get 100% of the Riddler puzzles in the main game in order to complete the Riddler quest line. <laughs> but Catwoman adds, I think, 20 more, so it gives you a little bit of wiggle room. All right. Great. But yeah, that Shadow of the Tomb Raider fucking sucks. <laughs> It's it stinks. It was it was terrible. I I it's so bad it makes me feel like no you don't you don't have to play those Tomb Raider games just just skip them. That's you, crazy. You, you say that if, and yet you just said the exact opposite about me. If you're, well, he means if that you're people streaming, play them. Like, wait, 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 yeah, streamers aren't people. Streamers no, aren't human beings. I, I understand. You are a content generator. <laughs> but yeah, it's impossible for me, me for me to recommend something like if the end if the if the last chunk of it is that bad. Like you don't want to like I I I'm gonna come out more likely to recommend Final Fantasy 13 because at least that will probably have a bad beginning but a cool ending. Probably. That's much easier for people to swallow than the opposite. Yes. Unless you're a game journalist who stops halfway through something. Yep. <laughs> That's it. That's all I played. Uh, I guess I'll also... Uh, somebody did some tests on the N64 controller Nintendo makes, and apparently it does map the stick perfectly one-to-one -to, -one to the original. So... Mm. As a freak who plays too much Mario 64. Uh-huh. That's who that's for. <laughs> All right. And that means they also got it working on PC then, you right? You got me, fuckers. Of course other people got it working on PC. If that didn't happen, uh, I've made a terrible mistake. Right. You aren't like, I need to play the, buy this to play the t Mario 64 on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I don't even know if that actually supports the damn controller. Isn't that weird? Isn't it weird that I don't know that that works on the Super Mario 3D All-Stars collection? Right. I was like, have they put it into the, just a regular catalog? I for think the so, yeah. Okay, I think so it, it would work there, if nothing else. Yeah, but I don't have Nintendo Switch yeah, Online no. Plus. Right? Right, because that's part of the extra service. I don't have fucking Uno. <laughs> Everyone has Uno! <laughs> you know who definitely has Uno? <laughs>
correct us next week if we're wrong. <laughs> the Podlords! Oh, fuck the Uno Podlords. <laughs> Uno Lords. <laughs> yes, that's right. Oh, actually, I don't know if that is right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go Whoa. check. Let's go check and see how right this looks. Skip. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's the Podlords. Oh fuck. Podlords such as B N Twelve, E Lee Broyles. When I turn around, freeze. You moved. You moved. You moved. No. Red Blaze 27, Suzu Shiro, Ryza Thiza. There it is. <laughs> 101 Shades of Wonderful Remastered, WTF Spider Man, Mr. I Like Spam. This is Oberon. Say something nice about him. Oh, you tried. <laughs> no. <laughs> DFW3K. Not many games let you live out the fantasy of brutalizing Muppets with a wrench. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> right? I forgot the name. Shiny Mew. Kristen. Juicefrost. Oh, that's an exclamation mark at the end now. One moment. Juicefrost! <laughs> Kyle Bjork. Gun Evo is ending. Pour one out for Gun Tank. He's gonna be charging an epic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Gun Tank. Monster Hunter Ryzen and Raiden. Podlord Premonition. Simon Krieger's boss, who is a Minotaur, will be a boss fight. Hmm. That would be awesome. <laughs> Cooper Tank. Everybody, one, two, switch plans. You see, oh, God, there it is. I couldn't see it. Because he's changed. Uh, no. Moon Muse Entertainment Studio. Indigo Sykes. Drive Typecast. Back from L.A. NB Rep. More like Dominatrix Rep. Congratulations, Team Vanilla. <laughs> Evil Lucario. A raccoon looking at all the news that happened this week and isn't sure how to feel about it. I showed that image last week. This is how I get the numbers to go up. <laughs> I tell them to watch last week. AG's bird trip photos. Buzzards are not actually vultures. They are actually a nickname for hawks. This is a bearded vulture. Neat. Footage of Shinji 16 after hearing Dan getting competitive about Best Wind Force. <laughs> it has begun again. <laughs> the, the Super Bib. I'm tired. Here's Gene Caria again. No. He's great. Mm. He's got a cheer wine. National treasure. 
Yeah. This is, this oh, they're collecting the cheer wine for him. How yeah. nice. And then he drinks it and he gets so strong. <laughs> Saralina. Timothy Fister started reading Umi Neko and wants to let everyone know it's on sale until August 1st. Play Beto's game. And get the patch that adds the voice acting from the PS3 that has so many voice actors in it to the studio that made it with payroll. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Because it's like, yeah, we only hired tens. That turns Oof. out to cost a lot of money when there's yeah. 150 hours of voice Right? Jesus! What's wrong with that? But they 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 died for a purpose. <laughs> Bearded Joe, Pleochrome, Crunkle Spum. I wish the United States a very happy labor revolt. Go get him. Kono bangumi wa goran no sponsor no tekyo de I was shot with the Shonen Jump magazine cover, yes! and now you all must yes! be shot too. Look at him! <laughs> Look at him! He's so happy. Man, it's really, it's, I'm really, I feel really bad for how much they seem to be banking on this fucking live action thing. I'm, like, I'm sorry, guys, it's gonna be canceled two days after it comes out, like everything else. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> I wish all AI bros thinking that stealing VA work is okay. A very get sued into the ground and dog. 50 pounds of pure muscle, but he thinks he's a lap dog. <laughs> Thank you very much to our dog lords. Thank you, dog lords. Thank, Thank you, dogs. dog lords. Thank you, Uno dog lords. And if you'd like to become a dog lord, go to your local pound and pick up a pound puppy. They need you more than ever now in these trying times because uh, our public services are bad and they don't get to stay there very long. Um, and if you'd like to become a pod lord, you can go to our <laughs> Patreon at patreon.com slash gvpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits such as early access to Chugging Bleach and Pokemon Go to the Movies, our two anime review podcasts. You also get extended content from other shows we do when indeed such shows have extended content for you to be given. And you also get Patreon-exclusive shows where we get to watch, where we watch good or horrible things sometimes, uh, and you, you, you get to vote sometimes on the good ones. Nowadays. Yeah, we have a, we have a vote coming up later this month. Yes, we do. Really? Uh, yes. You also get a, you also get a bunch of commentary tracks for things you don't want to watch, like Doctor Horrible Sing Along Blog. And you also get a movie, Isolation One One Nine, a fantastic movie about a man getting a tax break on his vacation to Thailand. Also, ostensibly, he is trying to solve the injuring of his brother, but mostly he just sits in a lawn chair and drinks beer and gets into fights with the locals. <laughs> uh, that's patreon.com slash gvpodcast. We've got some news. Well, yeah, let, let's let's ruin the podcast early so we don't have to think about it anymore. Okay, let me just X type in Xbox. <laughs> Xbox stuff. Microsoft and Activision have not closed. We were wrong last week. It is not over. Uh, the deal is extended until October 18th. Uh, the payout, if the deal fails, has increases every 500 million until then. So if it comes right up to the deadline and fails, they owe Microsoft, they owe uh, Activision $4.5 billion. Yeah, 500 million every month extra. That's insane. Um, the fact they're doing this instead of just fucking closing indicates that they're not actually going to tell the UK to go fuck itself if they tell them no. 
Otherwise, they'd have done it by now. Right. That They probably realized how many problems that would cause. Yeah, mm. as it turns out, that's an enormously complicated thing to be told no by a government and then go, but 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 you mean the, what if there's still a chance um the ftc has apparently uh put like a halt on going to trial in august i would assume it's to push it back further to get more time because they extended this fucking deal to october so they no longer have to pretend to care about microsoft's time frame mm -hmm. but whatever they put it on pause so of course xbox people are already doing a victory lap uh but that's that's merger stuff uh in other news xbox live not, not golden. golden xbox live is being changed to xbox game pass core because they realized that they probably should change it so their numbers aren't so fucking pathetic because <laughs> now with this they'll be able to claim all xbox live people as being part of game pass which they couldn't do that before I thought this was going to be a good change and that this would transition to a smooth ramp in easy naming schemes and good values and maybe, just maybe, they would make online play free. No, of course not. <laughs> yeah. what, what are, you, are you insane? In what universe would they ever give up that free money? Why would a person who's not winning try to win? Well, of course, they can just, they can just become a monopoly and push their competitors out of the industry. Would they really they, do that, though? Would they buy their way to having a moat? Would I they, don't think they would, even though they said they would. Yeah, they said they'd do it. But would but they really? Are they really doing that? That was that three thing, years ago. Come on. Uh, so anyways, let's go casual over. Casual reminder that according to Microsoft's own numbers, currently not even a third of Xbox owners have Game Pass. And uh, Sony's bullshit tier has around, bullshit tiers have around twice as many subscribers as Game Pass. So they probably want those numbers to not be the case anymore considering advertising game pass is their entire marketing strategy forever now yeah yeah um but it's the same there's no more games with gold you now get 25 pre-chosen games i don't know if they'll cycle none we, I, I don't i didn't even i, I didn't even look at the list we, we need to talk about this there's no more games with gold fuck you you literally turned your product that had parody into a worse product but it's okay. There are 25 games now. 25. Then, wow. Then we will update it at a later date. We might remove some of these and might add other things. We yeah, they know. said they might. They might add some. They might remove some. Here's what is confirmed as being on it right now. So Among Us, Descender, Descenders, Dishonored 2, Doom Eternal, Fable Anniversary, Fallout 4, Fallout 76. Uh, they're giving away Fallout 76, by the way, because it doesn't have enough players to support its community anymore. That's also why it was free on on PlayStation recently. Uh. Forza Horizon 4, Gears 5, Grounded, Halo 5, Halo Wars 2, Hellblade, Human Fall Flat, Inside, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Psychonauts 2, man, they fucking double fine shutting down soon, I guess. State of Decay 2 and The Elder Scrolls Online, uh, Tamriel Unlimited. That's, There's, it, that sucks, though. Like, we got humanity for free with PlayStation Plus. As long as we have PlayStation Plus, we have humanity. The notion uh, that they wanted to take away games with gold and offer less value because adding two games a month, two to three games a month, every month for a year already is more than 25 games. But it's okay. Games with gold always sucked. Like it was always the really bad version of PlayStation Plus that had no good games. Uh-huh. And but how do you fix that? <laughs> uh... <laughs> now the difference quit, between right? Xbox, now the difference between Game Pass Core and normal Game Pass is only two dollars a month. No, it's only one dollar a month. 
But with, so presumably, with regular presumably Game Pass, they, I believe you do not get online play. You need to get Game Pass Ultimate to get online play. Oh my god, I'm looking at the list and that what is wrong with them? They're so fucking stupid. Yeah. Why did they create a more confusing ecosystem? Right. So now you need Game Pass Essential in Game Pass Regular to get the Game Pass experience. <laughs> or you can just play by Ultimate. Yes. Which is $17 a month. Fucking whatever. They're just desperate to be able to say that Game Pass is growing because it's fucking not. Because mm -hmm. guess what? Everybody has figured out their fucking gang scam and nobody it is now the mulch indies program. I would like to uh use this as a moment for transition in case uh one of the largest innovations uh Microsoft brought to this industry was figuring out a way to charge rent. Um hilariously, ha ha ha, very funny. In the last like three weeks, LG announced that they want to figure out a way to sell subscriptions via their appliances. You know, like our TVs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And other things. They'll figure out how to give value, so that way they can get their revenue number to go way up. Well, I'm glad that that entire industry will collapse within three years. <sighs> I mean tech in general, all of it. It's just going to go, be gone. <laughs> but yeah, that's our Xbox Minute. Cool. Great. Let's move on. Thanks. I'll, I'll, I'll let, me, let me... Let me. I just want to get my thing out of the way real quick. Um, so you guys remember how they made a MetaQuest Pro, the $1,500 headset? Mm -hmm. uh, and then they knocked $500 off of it? Mm -hmm. uh, now they're knocking off ever making one again. Mm. <laughs> they were actively developing the next one, and they went, what the fuck are we doing? Like, what the fuck is any of this? What the fuck were we thinking? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing any of this? It's like we sold five of these. We sold like five of these. Everyone agrees this fucking sucks. Why are we making two parallel products, one of which isn't arguably better than the other one in a distinct way? Like the Quest 3 is coming out in a few months, probably. And it's better than the Pro by a lot and costs a third the original price of the Pro. Now, this is funny because earlier this year, Meta, Meta's roadmap leaked. And I felt like I was going insane reading it because they had three headsets being developed in parallel. The Quest 3, some pro thing. And the Jaguar. And, so, and the Jaguar. <laughs> the CDI, baby. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell are you doing? Just make one good headset. No. You, hey, Bob, quick question. What's up? Do you think it's telling that the uh, MetaQuest VR headset most similar to an Apple Vision Pro was canceled could mean anything for Apple? Oh, the Pro was that. The Pro it? was their $1,500 premium version of that that has a lot of pass-through and yeah, is trained to, mm. trying to appeal to that same crowd. What, what, what and do give you it mean, Dan? That's, that's, that's $2,000 cheaper than the Apple one. <laughs> the Apple tax is usually three times the price, right? Yeah. And people just do it. Hey, hey te technically on the high-end PC end, yes. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's um, good luck, Apple. Good luck. <laughs> Meta couldn't even keep the pro line going for a whole year successful. <laughs> well, they just they're just Meta. They're a small indie company. He's just a little guy. He's just a little guy. He's just a little guy. He had to cancel his headset on his birthday. <laughs> that's it. I'm done talking. Chris, what did you want to talk about?
Okay, uh, Lisa, Lisa the Painful Definitive Edition is a victim of whatever fucking freak is at Sony just mandating these games have changes for no reason. God. Uh, so half of the game, I, I forget whether, I think Lisa the Painful? Yes. I, I forget, I, there, there's like two halves of Lisa. The half where you're playing is like the 12-year-old girl, they changed it. They, they changed cigarettes and booze to candy and soda because Sony made them. It isn't, <laughs> it isn't different on any other platform. Why? Because they're fucking stupid. There's some fucking asshole in the bowels of Sony who's like, I'll protect people from this content that's already everywhere else. But yeah, VR chat will definitely come to PSVR too, right? <laughs> <laughs> again, I, I again I have they did this to fucking Doki Doki Literature Club because an anime girl with blood on her, something that was has been every teenager in the world's lock screen for at least a brief amount of time, was too much. So they had to change it to like weird glitch. Just for PlayStation. Nowhere else. What mm. the fuck? Yeah, these are M-rated games, right? I assume. Yeah. Yeah, it's what? just, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just Sony you... knows better. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't need somebody being another layer on top of the ESRB. Shut the fuck up, Sony. NES era Nintendo. Yeah. What? This is insane. Like, what is happening? Guys, you notice Nintendo's over there letting literal porn on their eShop? Like, Nintendo, the people don't talk about this. When the e after the ESRB was established, Nintendo's like oh, internal standards went away because they're like, oh, we have there's like a board that the government yes, defers to now. We don't have to worry about this. You're no longer culpable. Now right. you get to blame the people who made the damn game and the parent. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, there's just Jesus Christ. Uh, yes. Also, the name of the game was Joyful, the Joyful. Um, and uh, they edited the thing that is the crux of the title of the game to no longer be a harmful drug named Joy. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Fucking insane. Uh, yeah, why? So, uh, Blizzard is kneeling, possibly in preparation of this acquisition. Some Blizzard games are coming to Steam, starting with Overwatch 2. They will boot directly from Steam. It's not like the other things where you boot their launcher and then the game. It will boot fresh um they're also apparently getting ready to massively restructure the, o the overwatch esports league they laid off a bunch of people i assume that's going away entirely and they're just not saying it yet yeah that um, sounds about right yeah that's what it sounds like <laughs> uh it's 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 also getting a cartoon i guess here's a game of premonition if this acquisition successfully goes through battle will be gone in two years I think there's a chance maybe it will be gone in two years regardless. <laughs> uh, apparently, and I didn't know this, when they moved those Call of Duty games from just being on Steam to being on Battle.net, uh -huh. their sales went down across the board. Yeah, of course. Like, Battle.net works for Blizzard. And that's it. That's it. And when they tried and, to expand it past, there was like, what are you doing? And honestly, arguably, not even nowadays. Yeah, nowadays it doesn't make sense anymore. No, it made sense like, when Blizzard was a powerhouse regularly turning out new games to launch from that thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you were just like, everyone's playing World of Warcraft, so of course they have this, and of course they're going to buy the next Right, and StarCraft thing. II's yes. coming out. Yeah, we're Starcraft. making a Diablo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Uh, I'm also going to say this here. They're going to add a free-to-play tier to World of Warcraft soon. Like, within, a, I would say within two years, maybe one. Uh, the way you're saying this, you make it sound like you have insider knowledge. <laughs> oh, I do not have insider knowledge. This is a guess. I, yeah, because I, that seems likely, yeah. 
I thought they already did this, and it was like a weird thing where you have to do something in game to get currency for it. Is that? Um, no. They have they have the WoW token, which was a thing they introduced to ruin their economy forever. Oh yeah, cool. Because you buy the token with real money, it represents a month of game time, and then you can sell it on the in-game auction house for gold from other players. So it completely ruined the economy forever mm -hmm. by by essentially officializing a, a gold to money. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Race ratio. Yeah, um, they uh, turned their auction house hear me out into a real money auction house like some other blizzard game that got pretty fucking wrecked by doing that very smart very smart very smart. yeah they they've, they've always had trouble with trying to manage the economy of world of warcraft also there's a there's a trial tier now but that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about they will they will have a free to play you can play most or all of the game just maybe with terrible experience rates so you have to play much longer if you so want. So Assassin's Creed slots. <laughs> Two back slots? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you'll have maybe you'll have fewer bag slots. Maybe oh. th maybe they'll just maybe the like having a subscription will be like okay now you get like a higher experience rate and a higher drop rate and all and yada yada yada. But yeah, that seems like it's coming because they can't keep people on this game either. They fired all their good people because of remote work ending. <laughs> One Piece Pirate Warriors 4 is getting more DLC. I sure hope they patch it to run at a higher resolution on next gen. Because it's 1080p with no anti-aliasing, so you see jaggies. Yeah, this thing came out how long ago? Like, I can't believe oh. this is getting an update. I, it came out... Oh, it only came out. It came out in 2020. Okay. All right. Why, hey, if it came out that fucking recently, why didn't get a, get a didn't it get a fucking next gen update, assholes? Right. It was launch year. Yeah, exactly. It should have. Yeah. Especially if they're still putting stuff out for it. Right. Yeah, but hope, hopefully this new this new DLC will uh, include that. And then I'm not surprised they were doing it because like they introduced the. Imagine if you had Dragon Ball Warriors, and then they introduced Super Saiyan, and they're like, no, we don't need to add that into the game. Nobody wants that. <laughs> and finally, Gundam Evolution, that's Gundam Overwatch, uh, is ending service on November 29th. So not quite a year it will have existed. God. Hey, uh, you guys did you know, remember did... when Bob and I played that game and talked about it on Big Think and said that the grind loop was absolutely fucking rotten, even by like rock bottom anime multiplayer free to play game standards of like Ghost in the Shell? And we're like, this thing's fucking doomed. Yeah. <laughs> right? Did you know that they've put out a suit a month since the game launched? No. No, I did you, not. You, it's impossible. You know why you so. don't? You know why you don't know that? Because they didn't put out fucking trailers. For them, they put out season trailers called things like Gundam Evolution Season Three Ignition. So that would that's what would go up on IGN or Gamatsu or all these sites. So I never knew they put fucking heavy arms into this game. Yeah, wow. I'm gonna have to go back and play the game just to know how heavy arms worked, if it's even I'd, possible to get to it. I, they, you guys, you fumbled. I'd have gone and played this because of heavy arms, and mm -hmm. I've never played Overwatch. I might have been that jackass who came on to Big Think Dimensions like. They came up with this great kind of gameplay called a hero shooter. It's really, it's really innovative. And you play as heavy arms. 
Uh, they also didn't fucking add Ariel. What's the point of not adding the main suit from the big, extremely popular fucking Gundam anime going on right now, dump dipshit? Takes too long to make in order to... They would have had to have been convinced people liked it. I don't know. They're, they're, the first their season was out when this strange. game launched. No, I know that. Man, I don't... I don't get it. I don't know why they keep throwing money into these anime games that are multiplayer focused and will obviously be dead within the year. It's really frustrating to see this happen. It's mm. like, make something else. Make a single player game. Make something that can be played offline. This doesn't work. I'm sorry. There's not a big enough fan base to support yet another of these. Yeah, the, you don't worry. The 15 Sony ones will all do fine. They totally <sighs> won't end with jim ryan being put on a fucking ice flow and sent out to sea <laughs> it's ken kunarangi floating in front of him and it's the fucking avis scene he's kauru and fucking he's crucified <laughs> like as he drifts off into the horizon i need the board to get together and create a new sea level position whose job it is to just specifically speak up when something that catastrophically stupid is happening. Yeah. Like yeah. that you have one job and if you fuck it up, you're on the ice flow next to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that seems like how every company should work. Frankly. Yeah. Every company should have somebody who they just get off the street and is like, Hey, do you work a normal job? Yeah. Like, uh, come on. You're an executive now. All your job is, is to look at our plans and point out the things that normal people will despise. Yeah, just a slight sanity check. Anywhere. Mm -hmm. Anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I have a friend who works, um, who worked briefly for like six months in the, the coffee shop inside a corporate suite. Executives uh -huh. don't know how credit cards work because they don't buy their own things. Mm -hmm. Other people do everything for them. They're basically giant babies. Yep. That checks out. But that's all my news. Hey, Agro. Hey. Let's do your news. So, in unbelievable miracle news, uh, it may be completely untrue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this intro? Great. God, who is it? Lionsgate? Uh, uh, uh they, yeah. they they gave us a release date for the Borderlands movie. That's which hey, it finally got a release date. They gave us a release date of August 9th, twenty twenty four, which sounds like Wiggle Room. Yeah, that sounds like the definition of that. Like, yeah, probably another entire year. We don't know. <laughs> we announced a release date, so our stock doesn't plummet. Yes, Th this movie <laughs> wrapped shooting, I think, in twenty twenty one. Right? Because mm -hmm. it spent two years in post-production and then Craig Mason says, I want my name off of writing it. And then people go, ha you took your name off of writing it. And then Craig Mason very specifically says the sentence, I have never been a credited writer on the Borderlands movie. Not I didn't write for it. Not I didn't, I was never a writer on it. I have never been the credited writer I've never gotten a credit for being a writer on the Borderlands movie, and I just fucking lost it. I was like, There's dude, there are like no... seven other ways you could have said this that don't leave the out that you're obviously building. There's no way this releases in theaters. Not a fucking chance. Oh, it's gonna release. Oh in no, theaters. absolutely. So like good, we, we we are past them. Just 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 put it on streaming. No. 
No, they're going to put it in theaters and they're going to make trailers that are complete lies and they're going to risk the lawsuit to make any money back on this thing. And they're going to make a popcorn bucket that's shaped like the annoying robot. You know what? A a couple more of these $300 million Hollywood bombs and they're not going to be sending this fucking thing to theaters. They're going to see Blue Beetle and the Marvels in Aquaman 2 all drop dead instantly and be like, oh, the paradigm has shifted. Well, those are superhero movies. Borderlands is a game movie. God, what? Is, I wonder what the fucking budget of this movie is supposed to be. It has a stacked cast. Yeah, I don't know. Not a clue. Like, it must, it must just be way too fucking much. Hey, Bob. Hey, what's up? I heard you also have news. I did have news. What's your news? Uh, rumor has it the Last of Us Part Two is being remade. Ice Flow. Yeah, it was accidentally mentioned offhandedly by the composer that in some version of the game that's coming up that you will be able to talk to him and have him play music. Re- what is happening? Fucking they. It had they an update. Up- yeah, what the fuck is left? Like you can't. You're not gonna. You're not going in there and making it look better. There's not a chance. Like, I don't think you can. Maybe it's just weird I guess DLC. You could, maybe. Hopefully it's that. I mean, maybe it's, it's, yeah, it's maybe pr- the multiplayer thing. Somehow he's integrated into some sort of camp at home. Hopefully it's that. Or maybe it's, we want to sell The Last of Us 2 again for $70. That's uh-huh. definitely and, what it is. I know. Add, add the most pathetic things we possibly can do it to hopefully get anyone... This game cost $300 million to make after, once you take marketing into account. We sold as much as we did, and that still might not be enough with how fucking long this took and how much money it cost. It's The Last of Us Complete Edition, where they give you the remake of one, and then two, and then some weird extra DLC shit for two. <laughs> They're still trying to sell the remake of one for $70, so I don't think they'd well, pack Yeah, that's it why in. this is going to be $90. <laughs> Isn't it a bargain? I, uh... Hearing this news and the composer saying it, this is how these leaks happen. So right. this is happening, unfortunately. Yeah. I um, I tried to think about what would make me ever want to buy this, and it's from the from the title screen. You could select the Ellie cut <laughs> and the Abby cut, and that would actually get me. And there's literally nothing else they could say that well. Yeah, no, they're gonna be like, yeah, there's no way to include anything like that. It's just like Left Behind. It's gonna tell you so much important information. This one actually carries the story forward instead of being a flat. No, don't care. Right, that DLC on Left Behind. Yeah, I mean, DLC. Like, thinking of like the Left Left Behind. behind. Yeah, Yeah, okay. You're like, what is? What the fuck? (laughs) Druckmann would have a fit if they even implied. Maybe we should adjust your creative vision a little bit. These are alternative ways of experiencing it. You get to see the story through their He'd eyes. bring a gun to the office. <laughs> he, he's like co-president. He I, would just get a trebuchet and start launching people off of the building. Yeah, I assume that if this is happening, it is happening at Naughty Dog, and it's the next thing they are working on. Right. If they aren't working on anything actually new or interesting. It's Neil Druckmann just in the corner doing his thing more. Yeah, that. Well, well, we can't, we can't, we can't work on the on the Last of Us show because of the strike. So I guess we better make the Last of Us two again. We will keep making it until fucking public perception on this game turns around. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, 
Yeah, this is really dire. I do not know how this is even getting approved. Like that game is what, 2020? Something like that? 2020. I can't wait for the the, the Horizon Forbidden West remake. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. God of, God of War 2018 remake. Goes to Tsushima remake. remake. Goes to Tsushima remake. That already had a PS5 version though, so that, that's probably That doesn't stop him. That apparently doesn't stop shit. Yeah. But there's not a native PS5 version of The Last of Us. They don't sell it on a disc that says PS5 like they do with Ghost of Tsushima. It's true. It's true. Unfortunately. I'm hoping that's all it is. It's like, hey, we're shipping it in a new box. Maybe it has some minor bells and whistles that the PS5 update didn't give it. Right. We, mm -hmm. we want to charge $70 for it because we, we're completely creatively dead as a company. Yeah. If they spent any real effort on it, I'm just going to be like, oh, oh, Naughty Dog's just washed, huh? Mm-hmm. But uh, we should To quote on. Aggro, <laughs> we had a good gin and change. I'm looking forward to mostly paying Nintendo games for the next decade. Oh, yeah, the yep. Switch 2 is going to yep. eat their lunch. It's funny because the Switch 1 obviously succeeded off of the, the interesting center point of gaming could conform as a portable and a console and the switch 2 will succeed because the other two are so unsustainable <laughs> business practices is wise <laughs> that it's just gonna be like hey i'm like ps4 and a half and i'm not like nintendo didn't switch entirely to making games as a service games right weird yeah isn't it yeah. weird that the seventh or eighth gen for sony everyone's like oh they're making another single player games that's so bad and then ninth gen starts and they're like we have three billion dollars spent on and i'm like excuse me what how many server games is it what man what the yeah. fuck happened um and now there's sony related news uh-huh uh, the creators of patapon um no longer at sony of course are doing a kickstarter for rat ratatan uh, which is very clearly just Patapon. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be out July, or the Kickstarter is going to be out up July 31st. So check that out. Um, they only showed a screenshot, and I guess there might have been like a little, like, a little bit of the music is what they put out, and they might have shown more at Bit Summit where they announced this, um, but they did not put it online. And that Kickstarter goes up in 11 days. Yeah. So keep an eye out if you're a Patapon fan. This looked pretty neat. I'm not, but I'm going to throw money at it because vengeance projects are great. <laughs> yes. Um, God, I meant to write it. The, like, the main creator is the guy who made Pat Upon, but the director worked on Eye of Judgment. Or sorry, the producer worked on Eye of Judgment. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck. Where's my Eye of Judgment PSVR 2 game? I That's what I was just going to say. I was like, they need to make a fucking VR Eye of Judgment game. Right? What the fuck is this oh, shit? Clearly they oh. won't because this guy left. So just put it on the list of things worry. we're not getting instead of 7 to 12 live service games. <laughs> don't worry, it'll be a live service game so they can compete with Hearthstone. You buy actual <laughs> card packs. Someone tell Jim Ryan Mod Nation Racers came out in 2021. Oh, that would be so good. He fell for it. <laughs> Vinyl Racing's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> this weirded me out. Uh-huh. Dragon Quest Treasures released on Steam. Like, just last week. It just put, went up. They didn't announce it was coming. They didn't do anything. It's just like, it's up on Steam. Ta-da! And this was previously a Switch-only game. Oh, mm -hmm. man. So excited for this to land on my goatee list because it's now on a platform where it can run great. <laughs> it better. It better. It better. Motherfuckers. Um, but yeah, it's 50 bucks on there. I wanted to buy it on a, on a PS5. 
So it would, you know, be a console that also run really great, but mm-hmm. they won't give you that option. Obviously, no. if they're not going to announce the launch, like they're not going <laughs> to tell me if another launch is happening. Yeah, I don't even know if they did a trailer. They might have done a trailer of like it's out. And the absolute worst part of this, Dragon Quest Treasures came out last year during December, correct? Which means if it's a year exclusivity with console and, you know, six months with PC, which is actually the exact contract I've heard from industry insiders, other Nintendo Switch exclusives get, Uh I will have to fucking play, like, I will just have to stare them dead in the eye as I approach December, unblinking, (laughs) just going, ah. Oh, nothing. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Buy on PC. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I wait? But, hey, this makes me excited because that means I'll be able to play that Dragon Quest Monsters on something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Switch 2. <laughs> hey, better than the Switch 1. Right. Yeah. And the last thing I got, Spider-Man 2 PS5 and DualSense revealed. Although they're doing like special edition versions that are limited. They look neat. Cool art. Yep. I, Spider-Man 2 is probably going to be pretty cool. That's a cool trailer they put out. Oh, yeah. That story trailer they put out was really, really sick. Definitely didn't low-key confirm some of the premonitions that we had earlier this week, which you can go watch now. Gamer Premonition, Spider-Man 2, go watch it. Go I watch hear it. Craven might say it. Uh, yeah, I hear some, the, the Goblin Gas does some interesting new things this time. <laughs> yeah, no, <that's>, uh, <laughs> I didn't design it for this! <laughs> but I'm not you, opposed! You solidify Goblin Gas, you get a off-brand Ambien. <laughs> it makes you sleep. sleep. Anyways, um, that's it. Whoa. That's all the news. That's everything. <laughs> That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. <laughs> Bob, if you think that's bad, you know what's been stuck in my head for like two to three years, and I haven't said it because I'm kind to you? Uh-huh. What's that? If I'm lying, I'm dying. That thing that character in Quantum Leap would not stop saying for that whole episode. Yeah, right? It was like, we don't have a personality for her. We just have her say that a lot. Like, come on. And I'm like, a little every time we're watching this episode, which is really, I'm watching the episode and Tosh and Bob are subjected to it. She says it and everyone in the room, oh, she said it again. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's it for Big Sync this week. Uh, reminder for everyone who has attention deficit disorder or just really bad memory. Boom. Whoa! That is tomorrow on the thing we haven't announced until now. Hey guys, uh, Spaceman Spiff's gonna be there, and he's gonna be the Gino to that stream. <laughs> this is very exciting. Bob, you seem to be Luigi in this thumbnail, but Luigi isn't in that game. Yeah, right. That's weird. Everybody I knows banish. you're gonna have to borrow Peach the Peach outfit from Agro. <laughs> <laughs> It'll fit, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Agro, what do you got going on? Uh, I don't know. I'm fucking free from giant AAA releases. <laughs> Holy shit. I could play anything. Who knows? Maybe some porn game that's on Nintendo <laughs> that I need you to remind me of the name of. <laughs> uh, hey, Chris, what do you got going on in the next week? Uh, I'm going to stream the campaign of Battlefield Hardline. <laughs> Holy oh, shit! Hey. <laughs> what? <laughs> Good. Uh, because I was like, well, I-, I should stream something fucking terrible. What's the most 
pro cop game ever made. <laughs> and that's how your brain works. <laughs> well, I was staring at it on the PSN sale for six dollars, and I'm like, that'd be a good game. <laughs> Holy shit, that's great. Mm. I so if you don't there. know about Battlefield, if you don't know about Battlefield Hardline, that's the one they made early eighth gen that was um, cop focused instead of the military. Uh, they showed it off at E3, and then Ferguson happened. Yeah, yeah. And then we didn't see that game. I think for eighteen months. Yeah, and then it just launched. <laughs> it just launched. You know who wrote <laughs> on that game? Craig you, Mason. You know who wrote yeah, on that game? Bob knows. Agro, do Craig. you know? No. Amy Hennig. <laughs> Mm. Because what? that woman's <laughs> career is fucking cursed. Yes. Seriously, like was she, was she built on a Indian burial ground? <laughs> I'm so excited for this stream, Chris. Uh, this will also be the first Battlefield game I've ever played. Period. God damn it! <laughs> well, none of them have good storylines, so we can't even say oh, he's getting a bad day. No, here. but it's still just like I played the Battlefield game where I. I'm just a horrible cop with military grade equipment oppressing minorities. It's like, why can't you just play one of the, the cool now, ones? Now, Dan, that's not fair. The main character of it is Hispanic and he used to be in a gang because that's all they know how to fucking write. Yeah, that ain't that the fucking truth. Oh my God. Uh, any idea when that is? Like what day? <sighs> Probably Saturday. Okay, cool. Great. <laughs> trying to make it. That's going to do it for this episode of Big Thing Dimension. <laughs> oh, my God. very much for listening to this episode of Big Think Dimension. Big Think Dimension is only possible because of you and your support over at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For $5 a month, you can get to vote on the upcoming Blessed Blonde Temp Blood Poll and also watch Isolation 119 every time a viewer posts that they're subjecting another human to it my power grows. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcast.